Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder. And I'm Sarah Severson, and we're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Ivy Dolly at our storytelling events in October at the Sunflower Theater in Cortez and the Durango Arts Center when the theme was Spooked. Ivy is from the real dairy state of Wisconsin. Growing up, her days were spent dissecting frogs, walking barefoot through cow pies, and finding every opportunity to stay home from school. She now spends her time motivating America's youth to be kind human beings as a school teacher. In her spare time, Ivy values family time, watching Hallmark movies, and traveling. Here is Ivy's story. I grew up in a small town called Independence, Wisconsin. Now in this town, it had six bars, but no stoplight. And it had one massive church, the Catholic church where everyone went, it's where my mom and dad got married, and it had all these stained glass windows around it. Now the entire town was made up of dairy farmers, and as you can imagine what the town smelled like, the sweet, sweet aroma of cow manure. I also lived on a dairy farm with my mom, Char, my dad, Jim, my little brother, Zach, and my big sister, Alexis. Our farm, made up of 230 acres, was just like you would imagine. All green and lush and beautiful. We had a small pond in front of it. My mom and dad would milk 30 head of cow every morning and night. And my brother and my sister and I, we really had the, the lay of the land. We were the three musketeers venturing through the Wisconsin wilderness. And it was really special. I wasn't afraid of much because I could go out and be myself. But there was one thing I was afraid of, and that was the dark. Now I know what you're thinking. Every single kid in the world is afraid of the dark. But for me, it was a little different. It wasn't the fact that I couldn't see in front of my face, and it wasn't the monsters under my bed or the monsters in my closet. It was something different. Now, my, when I was a kid, I used to always cover my head when I slept, too, because I was so afraid of the dark. And my dad, Jim, he worked late at night. He was a welding foreman. And he'd come home around 2 to 3 in the morning, and his sole job was to come into my bedroom and uncover my head, because I might suffocate. <laughs> so my dad would come into my bedroom, and I shared a bedroom with my sister. I was on the bottom bunk, because I was too afraid to be on the top bunk so close to the ceiling. So I was on the bottom bunk, and I was a little bit of a nerd. I had glow-in-the-dark lizards all over my wall, and he'd find me hands clenched onto my galactic blanket, <laughs> head completely covered. And he had to peel my fingers back without waking me to make sure I wouldn't suffocate. Well, people nowadays always wonder, what in the heck, why are you so scared of the dark? But it started when I was eight years old. My mom frantically ran into my room woke us up from our sleep. She said, you need to come downstairs. You need to come downstairs. The nighttime visitors are here. My mom was freaked. So at first I was really groggy and worried, 
And I went down to their kitchen, and she took us underneath the kitchen counter, and she grabbed her farm quilt that was multicolored and all patched together and huddled us up. Now, you could probably imagine a chicken and her hens. That's exactly what this moment was like. I could feel my mom's terror. Just as my heartbeat is beating right now, I felt it. I felt it through her body. She was freaked out, and so was I. She just kept saying, they're here. They're here. Get under this blanket. Don't get out from this blanket. Well, she's like, I got to call your dad. He's not here. So she reaches up to the tile counter and pulls down the beige rotary phone and dials my dad. Now, I'm sure you can imagine what my dad said. He was at work. Shar, you can deal with this. You can get the nighttime visitors out of the house. At this point, my mom is crying because she can't believe my dad wouldn't come. But he didn't. So now my mom is really freaking out. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? The more my mom panics, the more I panic. My little brother's next to my mom. It's my mom, myself, and my sister. My little brother, he's six at the time. He's got short, reddish, blondish, curly hair, cute as a button. And like any Wisconsin boy, he loved to hunt and he loved to fish. So my mom had an idea. He can do it. <laughs> now, you're probably wondering how crazy my mom is to send out her six-year-old son to go rescue us and kick these nighttime visitors out of her house. But she had a good reason. My little brother, he had short hair. And there's no way nighttime visitors could get into his hair. So she tells my brother, Zach, you need to go up to my bedroom. Beside our bed is a tennis racket. My mom and dad don't play tennis. This was a weapon. They, she sends Zach upstairs. He grabs the tennis racket. He comes back down. And you could hear him and the visitors banging and booming all around our house. He was chasing after them like a madman. He's six. But he was victorious. And he slaughtered those nighttime visitors. Now, in that moment, that evening, I realized two things. One, my little six-year-old six brother is a hero. And two, I will forever be afraid of nighttime visitors, bats. <laughs> now, you'd think the story would end there, <laughs> but it doesn't. I moved out of Wisconsin. It wasn't just for the bats, don't worry. But I live in Colorado now, and the house that my husband and I bought is visited by these nighttime visitors. We have a balcony at my house that has become a bat roost. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's where bats come in the middle of the night, not to live there, but just bother you and eat their food and digest their food. They're taunting me. 
Now, when I was getting ready for this Raven Narratives, I asked my mom, because I had to get some facts straight, like, how many cows did we have? And I asked her, Mom, why are you so scared of bats getting in your hair? And she told me, her mom told her that bats could get in her hair. So now I forever live with the fear that I can't go outside in the dark without putting a hat on my head. And I have to, still as an adult, cover my head while I sleep at night. So thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Ivy, for sharing your story with us. We are scheduling our 2020 events and themes soon, so be sure to check out the events page in January and make plans to be there. And consider telling your story. To pitch your story for future Raven Narratives, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. Subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And share these stories with your friends. If a particular story made you laugh, cry, or look at your world with a little bit more clarity, please leave a comment and let us know. Thanks to photographer Jody Jarling of Wild Blue Bug Photography, who took the onstage portraits of our storytellers for the spooked events. Find out more about Jody's photography services on her website at wildbluebug.com. And thanks to our fiscal nonprofit sponsor, Mancus Valley Resources. Find out more about all the wonderful projects they support in the Mancus Valley of Colorado at mancusvalleyresources.com. The website for buying Raven Narratives tickets, ravennarrativestickets.org, was created by Cortez Web Services. Find out how they can help your business online at cortezweb.com. Our theme music was written and composed by Mo Cooley and performed by Mo and the Motones. Find out more about their music on the Motones Facebook page. That's M-O-E Tones on Facebook. Mm-hmm.